What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review multiple movies, uh, at least two, uh, but here lately it's been, I don't know, like four episodes a week. We're about to start Kung Fu in review, with our first review being Ip Man. And then this is the final review of my Mortal Kombat series until the newly released Mortal Kombat movie, the reboot in April. So after that, after this episode, I'm going to be jumping into John Wick. I'm going to be reviewing all three of those movies. And uh, I'm not really sure what what's on the horizon after that. I know I want to do Jurassic Park, uh, Ninja Turtles, Lord of the Rings, uh, and Spider-Man all here shortly. Whether that's a series with Christian, who's my co-host, or if I just review those myself, I'm not really sure. If you're new here and you like our content and you want to consider supporting us, you can go to patreon.com slash two. That is the number two, two game. So patreon.com slash two game. And there's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. We could not do this without y'all, so thank you. And just a couple of things that are on the horizon. I, I mentioned John Wick is coming up next, and then all the other ones that I'm wanting to do. Uh, we have some new releases coming out uh, in, in March, and I plan on doing a review of Justice League, the, the, the terrible one. Everybody knows about that one. Before... The four-hour epic that is Zack Snyder's Justice League that comes out on the 18th. So anywhere between now and then, I'm going to review the Justice League movie, the original. And then uh, we got Godzilla vs. Kong at the end of the month. I'm wanting to do a Fight Night-style event with our Patreon supporters. And we're going to review it after we watch it. And I think that would be fun. That will probably be in April, if I'm not mistaken. Because that's one of the we- that movie comes out on the weekend that I work. So it's going to have to be the following weekend uh, at the earliest. So Godzilla vs. Kong, and then not too long after that is Mortal Kombat. And we're also wanting to do Star Wars Drunken Reviews. We're going we're gonna to watch all the Star Wars movies, I mean, one by one, every other week or something like that. And, yeah, we're going to get drunk. We're going to do a drinking game during the, during the, the watch-along. And then we're going to immediately review the movie after... We've watched it. So we're going to be drunk reviewing the movies. It's either going to be a train wreck or it's going to be the uh, most glorious thing we've ever created in our lives. Uh, It's probably going to be the former on that one. But that's that's enough of all that. You're here for Mortal Kombat in review. This is our third review of the series. And technically it's three out of four. But for right now, it is the final review of the series up until April 16th when the new Mortal Kombat movie comes out. This is Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Now, I wasn't planning on reviewing this movie because it's an animated movie, and traditionally we stick with theatrically released movies. And I just I, I wasn't sure if people wanted to listen to this, but I put out a vote for our Patreon supporters, and they said, "Oh yeah, 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 I, I wouldn't mind, you know, listening to something like that." And yeah, so here we are with Scorpion's Revenge. I wasn't even sure if I was going to watch it, much less review it. But I'm I'm actually pretty happy that I watched this, and I don't regret it. I'll say that. 
So we're going to start off with a plot. We're going to jump into some fun facts, and then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. And then I'll tell you whether you should watch, skip, or buy this, or should you waste your time or whatever. And I, I think I think you'll end up enjoying this regardless. So Scorpion's Revenge. Scorpion loses his clan, family, and his life during an attack by a rival ninja clan. He is given the chance to compete in an interdimensional tournament to save his loved ones. This movie was directed by Ethan Spaulding. He also directed uh, Justice League, Throne of Atlantis, Assault on Arkham, and Son of Batman. Those are some of the bigger anime movies that he's directed. I I saw Son of Batman, but I don't remember anything about it, to be honest with you. I never watched Assault on Arkham. I actually heard that was pretty good, but I haven't watched it yet. And Throne of Atlantis, I, I've seen it, but I don't remember anything from it. This movie was released on April 12th. 2020, so almost a year ago, just about. Uh, Runtime of one hour and 20 minutes. Uh, I could not find anything on the budget. I don't know how much this movie was made for. I did some Googling and could not really find an answer to that question. But as of now, the the number that I found for a gross, $2.7 million. And it's hard to to say whether that's going to be profitable or not because you don't know what the the budget is i couldn't imagine them making this movie for two million dollars i mean i wouldn't say it's a it's this transformer style movie where it's gonna be like a 350 million dollar budget or anything like that but i mean i don't know the animation's really good so i don't know how they can make it 2.7 million dollars i don't know how much it costs to make animation like that but i would assume that this movie got made for more than 2.7 million dollars this movie stars Jennifer Carpenter, Joel McHale, and Patrick Seitz, Seitz. And you will be familiar. If you're an anime fan, he is the voice of Endeavor in My Hero Academia. I started watching this movie, and I was like, bruh, this, that dude sounds very familiar. Because Endeavor has a very distinct voice. And I, I Googled it, and sure enough, I was like, oh yeah, this movie's going to be great. Perfect voice for Scorpion, I have to say. The fun facts for the movie. This is the first film in the Mortal Kombat franchise to get the R rating. And it will it's the only one. And the new Mortal Kombat movie is obviously going to be rated R. The other ones were PG-13. And that's probably why they were so terrible, to be honest with you. Ed Boon, who is the creator, one of the creators of Mortal Kombat, he served as creative consultant on the film. This is the second animated Mortal Kombat film since Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins in 1995. Majority of the character designs were based on Mortal Kombat 10, and the film's battles feature various x-ray shots of bones, organs being damaged. These shots are a tradition of the Mortal Kombat games, Mortal Kombat in 2011 and Mortal Kombat 10. Kevin Michael Richardson reprises his role as the voice of Goro from the Mortal Kombat original movie. So I probably did not mention this in my previous review, but when I'm looking at these video game movies, you know, traditionally video game movies do not do very well at all, mainly because we're trying to compare it to the source material and whether it honors that and whatnot. I am looking at these strictly from the lens of a movie 
I don't care about the source material. Granted, I I do need some of that source material there because Mortal Kombat has like a steep lore to it. Uh, but for the most part, I am looking at this as a movie and not as a game adaptation. And my second disclaimer is I've played like two Mortal Kombat games in my life. So I'm not real steep in the the lore of Mortal Kombat. I'm not steep in the knowledge and all the back backstories of the characters. So just take that for what you will. And the the first thing that I want to say with my impressions of of this movie is I really enjoyed this movie. I really did. It's very similar to the original Mortal Kombat in that a lot of it has the exact same story beats. You know, they they start off with uh, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and Liu Kang, and they kind of bring them three together, and they all end up on a boat, and they all go to this tournament, to the island, and they're all mingling with each other. And it's basically the same story beats throughout the entire movie. Little beats here and there are a little different, but the star of this movie is Scorpion, and I... I mean, you would fail if this movie was not about Scorpion and he was not the star of the movie. And he does a really great job in this movie being voiced by Patrick Seitz. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. But he's an absolute savage with his voice and he brings that character to life. And they did some diving into this character that I'm hoping they bring back for this new movie coming out in April. So, basically, they start off the first, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 minutes, 10, 12 minutes of the movie, something like that. Uh, it's going into the backstory of Scorpion and his hatred for Sub-Zero. So, that that backstory is already set. The The motivations for for the Scorpion's Revenge is, is already set within the first 10 minutes. So, you know what you're going to get from there on out. And, like I said, the, the story beats are all kind of similar, but they mix in this, this revenge plot from Scorpion that makes it stay fresh throughout the course of the movie. It, it wasn't like I was... I didn't go through this movie and say, oh, wow, I'm basically watching the same movie over again. No, that's not really the case. Like I said, same story beats here and there sprinkled throughout, but for the most part, this is a brand new story, brand new movie. The animation and the art style look fantastic. Looks very sleek. If you're a fan, if you're a fan of the the art style and animation of the recent DC films, the animated films, then I don't think you're going to have any issues with this. I this this animation is really I don't want to say beautiful. That's a real weird word to say about the animation, but it looks really nice. It looks really good. And it's not distracting to the eye. You know, we just reviewed Tom and Jerry, and that animation was very distracting to the eye compared to the human characters that they put Tom and Jerry in. This, throughout the course of the movie, I just, I always thought to myself, wow, this animation looks fantastic. And it's one of the best-looking animated movies that I've seen from the DC Universe. Uh, And as far as other visuals with the movie, I think... I think everybody kind of understands what a Mortal Kombat game is. It's a fighting game, and it's super gory with fatalities. And 
that is basically what you get in this movie, and it's fantastic. That was one of the things that has been kind of missing from the series up to this point, is because they're PG-13 movies, they're not jumping on that side of super gore, super violence. It's basically just a fighting movie, tournament movie, for teens. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. So, this movie, it's a hard R, and super gory, and it's awesome. And they bring back the fatalities, they bring back the gore, and I mentioned this in one of the fun facts, that they do they do show like x-ray shots of, of bones breaking and organs being destroyed, and they, it's borderline they do it too much, but they don't do it back to back to where it's it's kind of distracting. So overall, I really loved adding that aspect to the movie. It it doesn't really take away from the movie, but it adds just a little bit to make it stand out from the other two Mortal Kombat movies that I've seen so far. Now let's jump into into some thoughts on the characters. I have I have a lot to say. Or a little to say, you know me. I like to ramble on for for twenty five minutes on on everything. The characters, the characters, and what they did with the story is really where this this movie shined the best. And they did a great job of nailing Scorpion. As far as Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage, I really enjoyed Johnny Cage in this, and Sonya Blade was pretty good. Liu Kang was probably my least favorite out of the the main four, and he was the one that carried the first two movies. Uh, I mean, if you can say that, because I mean he didn't do a really good job in the second one, but he was the best one. But yeah, Liu Kang was. I mean, he was. It, he seemed more sure of himself in this movie compared to the other two movies, but he still had his doubts. He still had his training that he had to do, and he was still the chosen one or whatever. But for the most part, he wasn't that exciting. He did some cool things in the movie, uh, but for the most part, he was... He, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't amazing either. And then, they do a pretty good job of... They do a really... I, I say pretty good. They did a great job of making you care for Scorpion and him losing his family. And that's not a spoiler because that's r- legit in the plot. You, you care for Scorpion, and it it does that at the very beginning of the movie. So you are invested in this character from the, mov- the, from the moment this movie starts and until it ends. And I may have mentioned this in one of my other reviews. I may not have. I, I know I was thinking it, but I just probably didn't say it. Raiden was one of my big complaints of the first two movies. I felt like he was, especially in the first movie, he... he we all know he's trying to be this mentor uh, style character, but he's not really doing any mentoring. He's just speaking in riddles the entire time. Well, in this movie, he's actually acting like a mentor, and he's actually teaching Liu Kang and the others uh, stuff to do and what to do. He's not necessarily going out there and showing them what moves to do and like that, but he's actually uh, mentoring them. It's It comes across a lot better in this movie compared to the first two. And I have to say, I, I really did enjoy Raiden in this movie. And one of the other things that I've I've had problems with this series in general is the backstory and the lore 
of Mortal Kombat. I feel like in those first two movies, they spent maybe 20, 30 seconds explaining the lore. And you're just like, oh, okay. All right, I think I got it. In this movie, they they do a better job of explaining it. They may not take as long, but they do a better job of explaining what is going on in this. Why is there a tournament? Why do they have to win this? Why the the world is at stake? Why the, the realm is at stake? They do a really good job of explaining that, and I felt like I got it a lot better in this movie compared to the others. But at the same time, that's almost at a detriment to the film itself because they spend so much time setting up the characters and setting up the tournament and setting up this backstory of why they're all coming together that the fights, when they finally get to the tournament fights, it just breezes by. And they spend almost no time in the actual fights of the tournament. It's all, they're setting this movie up so much in the early portions of the movie that they just rush through the fight scenes. And, yeah, the back half of the movie is, I don't want to do any spoilers, but there's 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 obviously fighting in the back half of the movie, but it, it, it feels rushed, and it doesn't feel climatic because they've spent so much time building it up, and then it just, I, I don't know, it just seemed like it was lackluster to me. Now, with that being said, I still enjoy the fights. They're not bad fights, but I feel like they could have been better. And I mean, obviously, they're definitely better than any any fight in in two. Uh, one had some pretty good fights, uh, but this part, but in this movie, I I say it feels rushed, and they're still good, but they could have been so much better if they would just. I I think if they would have added. 15 more minutes to this movie to make it like a one hour and 30, one hour and 35 minute movie. I think that would have greatly benefited this movie. This is not one of those movies where it's where you should get in and get out. Shout out. I feel like if they would have took their time a little bit more, this movie would have been incredible. And I think it would have been easily the best. But like I said, they kind of falter in and setting it up, and then it's kind of lackluster fights. So ultimately, I do really like this movie, and it's definitely something that I could see myself watching again. And I I Googled, not Googled, but I looked on, on Vudu, the digital platform for movies, and I went to see how much this movie was, how much this movie cost. Because usually these anime movies don't stay high, you know, expensive, like $20, $25 for very long. It's usually a couple of months, maybe, and they'll drop down to fifteen bucks, and then you'll see them around ten bucks mostly. This movie's ten dollars on Vudu. It was as of four or five days ago, which was the end of February. So it's ten dollars, and I'm thinking to myself, is this movie worth ten dollars? Would I go out of my way to to buy this movie for ten dollars just to to watch it? Like, let's say I'm. Not me. This is gonna get a little weird. I'm not me, and I'm listening to this review of somebody saying this movie is really good. The animation's great. the The content within the movie is is pretty good. It's pretty dope. Super gory, violent, and they do a pretty good job of making you care for these characters, specifically Scorpion, who was the star of the movie. Granted, it is his movie, but 
would this be worth ten dollars? And I'm thinking to myself, would I go out and buy this movie just based off of everything that I've said up to this point? And would other people recommend this movie? I think this is a gr- I think this is a pretty good movie. It's not amazing. It's not great. It's pretty good. Okay. It's not like I said. It's not. It's not treading new waters in the realm of Mortal Kombat within the movie verse, but they do a lot of the things that they do. Like a lot of the things that were okay or good in the first two movies are done very very well in this movie, and like they just take what they what they've been given from in the past and they just make it better in this movie, and that's really the best compliment I can give this movie. Me personally. I would spend ten dollars and get this movie. I, I think it's worth it. I think this is a instantly rewatchable movie. I like I said, the animation's great, and the story's actually pretty good. Uh, if you can get it for less, obviously that's going to be the key. If you borrow it from someone, that that's great. But I I ultimately think this is worth ten dollars. Now, if we start jumping into the fifteen dollar or twenty dollar area. As far as price goes, I may have changed my tune a little bit, but for $10, I think this is a solid price for this movie, and I think you're going to get a a pretty good movie out of it. So if you decide you're going to go watch it, uh, let me know in our comments on Facebook. Uh, Go on Patreon and drop a comment on there after you consider supporting us, of course. Uh, And also, ooh, I almost forgot my star rating. Three and a half stars which gives it the best score out of the three Mortal Kombat movies that I have reviewed so far. So as of right now, the rankings, number three, Annihilation, obviously. Number two, the original Mortal Kombat. And then number one, Scorpion's Revenge. Those are the current rankings for this series. And hopefully that'll change uh, for the better when the new movie comes out in April. So yeah, three and a half stars. I think this is a pretty solid movie. If it's ten dollars, I, I think that's worth it. Anything more, eh, probably, probably not. Ten dollars is probably the max I would spend on this movie. But I think it's gonna conclude my review for Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. I appreciate y'all listening to my review. And like I said, let me know what y'all think about the movie if you've seen it. Uh if if you get excited about this movie, let me know. And yeah. Uh create a little conversation about it on Facebook. That's I, I need somebody to talk to about these movies that watch them along with me. So if you're following along, by all means, let me know so we can discuss some of these movies. And who knows? You may uh, you may come onto the show and uh, review a movie with me. Who knows? But I appreciate y'all joining me, and I'll catch y'all next time.